I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hello, everybody. I know I don't usually do separate intros on these podcasts, but I wanted to just take a second to address two things here that had happened since the show. Uh, One is I want to address the extended absence. We have just been super busy. Well, mostly myself have been really busy and a little bit burned out and overwhelmed with some things. So I just needed some time to gather my thoughts and get a little bit of time away from editing and now we're back. So another thing is the episode number. I believe if I mention it in here, I might say it's episode 44. This is technically episode 43. Episode 43 was recorded before this, but again, due to the time constraints, I had to save that and that will be coming out after the series of Halloween episodes starting now. And the second thing is the passing of Sid Haig. We recorded this episode in September before he had passed away, and I think that we had acknowledged he had been in an accident. Maybe we didn't, I don't know, but since we had recorded this show, he has since passed away. I don't know why I said since twice in the same sentence. That's fucking stupid. Sorry. Uh, we, We did definitely not address it because he hadn't passed away yet, so I just didn't want anyone thinking like, hey, they're just not even gonna mention it. So yes, we are all very saddened by that. I had heard nothing but good things about Sid Haig and had heard him on other podcasts. Sounded like a very delightful person, fantastic character actor in the movies I had seen him in. And so we are are very saddened by that, like I had said. So uh, before we start the episode, here is a little tribute to you, Sid, R.I.P. Here is the opening scene, uh, the robbery scene from House of a Thousand Corpses, which we discuss later in this show, with some very fine line delivery by one Mr. Sid Haig. Hurry, fucking Moses, y'all get the fuck out of here! Clowny, keep your paws where I can see Yeah, don't move! I'll blast the holes on the size of a Kansas City watermelon through your ugly ass foes on face! What the fuck is that supposed to mean? Go grab that other asshole out of the shitter and drag his ass back in here. Right. You miserable motherfucker. I ought to jump over this counter and bash your fucking balls in. All right, Kippy, hand over the cash box and I might leave your brains inside your skull. Well, I'll tell you what, Ski King. Why don't you just take your mama home some chicken and then I won't have to stuff my boot all up in your ass. I don't like chicken and I hate clowns. Put that shit down! Put it down! Fuck! That is it! 
I'm gonna count to ten, and you're gonna hand over all the cash, or I'm gonna splatter your grease paint mug across the state line. One! Fuck your mama! Two! Fuck your sister! What are we gonna do? Hey, I know you. You work at the hardware store, right? Richard Wake, right? Shut your trap! Quiet down, both of you! Three! Fuck your grandma! Yeah, I remember now. All the guys made fun of you. Call you little dickwick. Shut up! Little dickwick, play with his prick. Don't the smell just make you sick? Stop singing, I hate that song! Put your fucking mask back on! Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to Who Will Survive Horror Podcast. This is episode 43, and I'm here with my co-host, Marco. Well, what's going on, Marco? Hey, man. What's up? Oh, not much, not much. What have you been up to? Oh, you know, the last episode I asked you about um, opening up a disco, like a disco right, tour, right. and you turned me down on that, you know? So yeah. I have this other adventure I want to do now. Okay, so, well, I took care of that thing that I had to take care of, so <laughs> thank you. I'm, I'm all cleared up now. Oh, My schedule you, is free. It was- Cool, cool, cool. Since it's Halloween, I figure why not make a Who Will Survive, you know, horror uh, haunted hotel kind of walkthrough because I just purchased this uh, hotel or abandoned hotel that I've like perfect for. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess, you know, I mean, we're already kind of headed out in this direction anyways, but I see, see there's someone that's that's hitchhiking up ahead and it's raining really bad. We should probably pick her up. I mean, we don't want to leave her out in the rain. What could go wrong? Uh, okay, hold on. Hey, what's going on? Hey, do you need a ride? I see you're standing out in the rain here. Hi, guys. Hey, hey. what's up? I'm, uh, hey. I'm Paul, and that's Marco. Hey. Hi. Hi, you guys from around here? No, we're just on our way out to this abandoned hotel. You know, we're going to make a haunted house out of it. It's going to be pretty oh, cool. Yeah. So you like scary things, huh? Oh, definitely. Love them. Oh, you guys should totally come see this tree with me. It's apparently where they keep Dr. Satan. Have you ever heard of that guy? Dr. What? Satan? No way. <laughs> Yeah, Dr. Satan, you guys should come. All right. I mean, what's the worst that could I'm happen? In. Exactly. Well, the a tree, tree like that? Dr. Satan? Sure, yeah. sure. Which way do we go? Yeah, I live around here. You guys can come to my house if you want to. I think my family's about to have dinner. Nice. I'm starving. Perfect. Everything is turning up aces for us today. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> uh, but no, in reality, we do not have a hitchhiker. We have Crystal Smith. <laughs> From mm-hmm. the Horror Nights In podcast, returning yeah. guest to the show. What's yes, going on, Crystal? welcome back. Hi, guys. What's going on? Nothing. So <laughs> I, I can't say for sure, but I feel like you are our first returning guest on on doing an actual numbered podcast. Like we had people mm-hmm. do special episodes and then come on for a regular show. I feel like you're the first person to double up on these. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, cool. Awesome. And I also am pretty sure that when you came on last time, which was early this year that you were on, and uh, I'm pretty sure that you, I said that you were our first female co-host that we had on. So. Oh, right. I do remember that now. So it's kind of, in a way, fitting. I didn't totally plan it this way, but to have you be the yeah. first person right, on right. for our Halloween show, which nobody knows what we're talking about yet. So yes, we're doing a <laughs> Halloween series with all female co-hosts. I call it, what do I call it? Ladies Love Halloween. 
That's probably yes. probably sounds stupid, but that's all right. I, I'm not good at making things up. No, it's good. Uh, it sounds good to me. So it's going to be a, a set of four four shows with a different co-host on each one from different podcasts, and we have Crystal here for the first one. And uh, so we have two movies that were picked sort of randomly. I, I guess we can shortly do a quick explanation of how they got picked. But uh, do you, uh, Crystal, do you want to tell everyone what the movies that you had chosen for this show were? So I very, very luckily um, actually got two of my favorite horror movies. So the first one is Hell House LLC, and the second mm-hmm. one is House of a Thousand Corpses. Nice, nice. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I guess the short version of it is I picked out a bunch of Halloween-themed movies and put them all into a list, and I had a group with Crystal and the other three women who will be on different shows, and we all kind of took turns doing like a raffle where there was numbers drawn and if the number corresponded with the movie they could keep the movie or they could trade it it was a whole complicated thing i made up um i was really into like fantasy football drafting at the time so (laughs) kind of bled into my podcast life there (laughs) and uh yeah in a strange sort of way you ended up getting one movie that you really loved and i know Mm -hmm. you you have a little bit of a history with hell house llc too correct yeah correct so I can tell the story now, or if you want to wait. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can wait till we actually intro the movie, and, yes. and we can tell that with that. But it's just kind of Ooh, I'm interesting how the the fate worked out that way. So cool. yeah, it is really cool. Yeah. Uh, so if anyone did not hear the episode that you were on earlier this year, do you want to let us know a little bit about what your podcast is? And I know you have some other yeah, podcast like awesome. adventure going on. Sure. So I have a podcast. Uh, my name is Crystal. I do have a co-host. Her name is Roxy. She's my cat. The reason that she's my co-host <laughs> is because I just can't control her in the background sometimes, and she just likes to give her opinion. Yes. So we <laughs> we talk about <laughs> so we talk about horror movies every Monday um, at noon Eastern Standard Time. You guys uh, actually are the ones who decide. I put up a poll up every Tuesday, and whoever the winner of that poll is um, from my Twitter followers are. Um, that's the film we do that following week. So, um, and I also just started YouTube, um, under the same name at Horror Nights and Podcast. Uh, I put up a new YouTube video every Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time. So those, um, those are a little bit more not as organized, I guess. I, I, I I try to make my, because my organized, or my podcast is, very organized and I take a lot of time making my notes and um, I wanted my YouTube to be a little bit more laid back but it's but my YouTube is also horror themed I just put up um, a new one uh, recently where we talked about it chapter two so oh nice yeah oh, cool yeah I haven't yeah. gotten to see it yet but I know Marco saw it and he liked it so I loved it yeah I it was it. great Looking it was really it. good mm-hmm. that's cool and uh, we had our, our friend Desmond not long ago also does the podcast and does YouTube, but he started the opposite way. He was just doing YouTube videos and then he got the podcast bug. So he started doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, um, it's fun. It's a lot of work. So you really have to make sure that you, that you love doing it. But I think it's a good, it's a good balance right now. Um, because like I said, my podcast is very organized, very detailed. Whereas my YouTube is kind of just like, I just turn my camera on and make sure the lighting is good. And then I just kind of just talk. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's awesome. I have not uh, done anything on YouTube yet, really. But uh, the work part is the part that turns me off. So 
Yeah, it I'm is. Like, it oh, definitely Lord. is. <laughs> yeah. If we just go live, then there's no editing. So we yeah, just, maybe true. we'll do that. That's true. <laughs> sure, yeah, sure. That's true. It just um, is what it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I, I try not to make it too difficult for myself. I you know sure. I have a, I have a MacBook and I have iMovie and I kind of just taught myself how to do easy little things. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, and there's lots of help out there. You know, you could look up videos and and oh yeah, search for people that have asked the same questions and stuff. So it's usually enough people have asked it to where people actually make YouTube videos on how to do it. So yeah, it's yeah. Nice. definitely. <laughs> so we are here for our our Halloween series, which um, to to let everyone know. Obviously, we're recording this ahead of Halloween, so in order to have this out in the beginning of October, we're still in September here, so we're just kind of starting to get into the the uh, beginning of the Halloween spirit here. It's still mm-hmm. a little bit up and down weather for us, where sometimes it's hot and sometimes it's cold. Right. But uh, what I, I thought it'd be fun to just kind of talk about what some Halloween traditions or favorite things that each person likes to do when we, when we have each person on the show through this series, uh, you know, maybe some lesser known movies that that you love you know obviously everybody loves to watch halloween or trick-or-treat mm-hmm. the classic stuff but there's always those weird ones like i i brought last year to our 31 movie series uh, a movie called um what the hell was the the one with the killer oh satan's little helper oh yeah it was, yeah, was yeah. one that i grew up loving that movie and Fantastic. it's a terrible movie but it was just one of those i don't know i just love this movie for some reasons it's a great halloween movie it yeah. really is i mean it's set in halloween it's one of those true ones not like a fly by night mention like some other movies that we've done like this is a halloween movie just because they mention it this one is like right. full bla- you know full blown that was good so do you uh, do you have any traditions or any kind of like weird movies that you like watching or anything um, like that um i'm trying to think so I really like the houses that October built. I like the first one mm-hmm. and the second one. Oh, nice. um, those are really good ones. They yeah. always hook in the Halloween spirit watching those. Yeah. Um, I actually just watched that film maybe two years ago for the first time. I can't remember off the top of my head when it was released. Um, mm-hmm. But I actually just did a podcast on Trick or Treat and I really wasn't a huge fan of it. And I know that's probably like hearsay. No. Or community. No, there's, there's people that don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it was. It just mm, uh, I don't know if you guys, if any, if you listen to my podcast, I'm not really into like kids being in horror movies, even though it was it was like dark humor funny. Yeah, right. I sure. Just, I still just wasn't a fan. Um, a lot of people are like, oh, I watch it with you know John Carpenter's Halloween, and I'm like, that's mm-hmm. totally fine. Like I'm totally if that's what you mm-hmm. want to do. But for me, eh, I probably watch it for my podcast, and that was it. So right, right. gotcha. Um, but John Carpenter's Halloween Forever, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's like the holy grail for the thirty-first. Oh. That, that you know, I watch that on the thirty-first, and I actually wait, even if it's on TV before. I like, nope, on the thirty-first, we're watching that. Yeah, uh, I usually wait till that. I always want to, but um, last year and I think this year, that different movie theaters actually will be screening it. Oh, cool. And so nice. like, last year they had it for the anniversary because it was 78 right, right to, to 2018. So they had it, right. Fathom Events one had it at the Regal Theater. So I went to go see it. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. well, no, I don't really want to watch it again. Like I do, but I don't, you know. So. <laughs> it's either that one or Halloween 3. Like to me, Halloween 3 to me is the yes. pinnacle, another pinnacle Halloween movie. Right. But right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'll, I'll blast that. That's the, you know, the uh, Shamrock uh, uh you know, theme song all day long. Oh, the silver yeah. shamrock on Halloween yep. too. Yeah, the silver. Oh, sh- yeah. 
Yeah, I actually really like um, the Halloween remakes by Rob Zombie, but that's just because I'm biased towards Rob Zombie. So I, I hear know you. A lot, of, I hear a lot you. of people didn't like the remakes, but I I think it was... I didn't mind them. Uh, 2007, 2000... No, I don't remember. 2007, 2009, I think Halloween 1 and 2 came out. I thought right. they were great. <laughs> yeah, they were, I, don't, yeah, I didn't yeah. mind them. Honestly, I didn't mind them at all. Like, yeah, uh, we did to, the first to one know what Rob Zombie... Yeah, I mean, we know what Rob Zombie does, and if you kind of get into that mind frame of his type of movies, like which we will get into uh, here mm-hmm. in a little bit, you kind of just like, oh, okay, we're gonna get this mean spirited, over the top, gritty, so good, movie. so mm-hmm. gory, mm-hmm. so it was just mm-hmm. so good. So, but I know a lot of people in the horror community aren't big fans of it, but it's just it's because how dare it. you remake Halloween kind of attitude, you know. I, yeah. I am and in the, that mindset they, they ex- of that too. They explain but... the killer, which you know, that was like our fourth podcast or something yeah. that we did it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I, th- I think takes a little of the mystery away, a little bit. Yeah, that's what uh, most people's complaint is: is that yeah, either you're you're all in on that or you're not. And I, right. you know, I remember when we did the show that I was like, yeah, this is fine. I don't I don't care mm-hmm. that they did this. Like, I like that they didn't do it in the original, and I like that they did it in this one. Like, why does it have to be the same? So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, you always have the original to fall back on anyway, so. Right. And that is a, a, a sneak peek for people that Halloween 2 is actually coming up in the series. <gasps> yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm <laughs> eager to rewatch that one because I watched it once and it was yes. it's very weird and I was like, I don't really get this. And <laughs> no, we can talk I, about I, it now. We I kind of wrote it off session. where I was like, I don't I don't understand, you know, and then. Yeah. I'm, I was I thought about it afterwards that I wanted to go back and watch it again. I never got around to it. So cool. Uh, cool. Yeah, I, I do like Houses October built. That's good. And there's always mm-hmm. just cool stuff that is on TV that's not necessarily Halloween themed, but just is on, you know, during the season, the, the usual stuff, the Night of the Living Deads and the mm-hmm. yeah. monster movies and stuff that have that kind of feel. What I used to love is like all the sitcoms I used to watch, all the, you know, the comedies mm-hmm. like Mary right, Children right. or right. everything growing up. They always had a Halloween Oh yeah, this like or the edition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, oh, the, tree, the, the, the tree house of horrors. Oh my god, I look so forward to that good. year. But I, yeah, it was just like everything. Like even like growing up, like the Cosby Show would have like a Halloween episode. Oh, yeah. that was always fun, and mm-hmm. they always started early, and that always put me in the spirit right there. So not necessarily the movies, but like just the environment. You know, Elvira used to do her what Bud Light commercials and Budweiser commercials. I think it was. Um, a long mm-hmm. time ago with like Monday Night Football with right. Halloween. Yep, it was yep. it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember they had in the Treehouse of Horrors. Who is the janitor? He was Freddy Krueger, remember? <laughs> yes. Yep. I forgot his name. I don't remember. He was a Scottish guy. I just remember oh, uh, Groundskeeper <laughs> Willie. Yeah, he was Freddy Krueger, remember? He would go I in do. It's awesome. Definitely. <laughs> No, that's good stuff. Uh, do you do you do anything on Halloween? Do you obviously um, you probably don't go out trick or treating anymore? So you too the old for past that. the past few years, I uh, give out candy with my sister. But my sister actually is a freshman at the University of Pittsburgh, um, okay. so she won't be home. So I'm gonna go trick or treating with a friend of mine. She has a uh, one and a half year old son, so I'm probably cool, just that's cool. That. Um, nice. And then I'm gonna go to um, a haunted house, but I won't say which one yet. <laughs> right. No, that's cool. I uh, I like handing out candy. That's fun for me. Because mm-hmm. like my kid is a little bit old for trick or treating. Like he still could go, but sometimes right. he either that threshold. he he'll either like stay at his his mom's house and go with his like school friend and do it, which means they're probably just getting into trouble. 
which is fine. <laughs> so you're supposed to do. But it, uh, yes, either that or or if he stays here, he just hands out candy. Because I'm like, well, we can go out and trick or treat, or he could just like get yeah. extra candy and hang out, and we'll hand out candy to kids. So mm-hmm. there you go. So that's always fun to just see the little kids and they come up, and then we have the dog, and they get all excited yep. about it. Yep, that's good times. Um, uh, I don't uh, I don't do any of the like yard decorating or anything, but again, it goes back no. to too much work. Yeah, for I have I have an apartment, so I don't really have a front lawn. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's hard I to do. decorate. I mean, I do have small decorations for my house, but mm-hmm. because I love horror movies so much, I honestly keep them out all year round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, we we have a a skull that my girlfriend bought as a Halloween decoration like ten years ago or something, and then I was like, it just looks badass. You just leave it on the bookshelf, and it's it's right. just become. A member of the house. I, I named it Jeff like a long time ago. Nice. Yeah, with a G or a J? Uh, with a J. Cool. All right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I used to decorate, but um, I used to go to uh, get a fog machine every single year because they would last that one day and then you put in storage and the next year it would break because right. it would clog up or you wouldn't clean it right. So it, every I just got tired of buying a $100 fog machine every single year just to throw it away for one night. So kind of gave yeah, up right, on the right. house decorating kind of stuff. Yeah, I know now it's so easy. They have like the the light projections and stuff you just put on the house. You don't even have to hang shit yeah. up yeah. anymore. Did you guys? I don't know if you guys follow the Swearwolves on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. They have like a room. They it's a it's a pod it's a podcast. They have mm-hmm. a room like in their. I I don't I I assume it's in one of their houses because there's three of them. Um, okay. And he found a Friday the Thirteenth light projection at Walmart. Oh. <laughs> and like he put it on the ceiling nice. in his in his horror room, and it like it shows. It says like That's the. Cool logo and then all these little moving parts and he said that he got it at walmart i mean i don't know where they live um i don't know if it's the east coast or like the west coast or the midwest i'm not sure but i was like you you found that at walmart that's so cool yeah Yeah, oh that's awesome yeah they have a whole i could go to walmart yeah Yeah, definitely a a whole room dedicated to all horror memorabilia and it's really cool nice Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Yeah, I, I just have I have a very small room that is not just horror, but it's mostly horror. Yeah, I'm trying. I have a I it's have like a my podcast space. Yeah, I have a I have an office, but mm-hmm. right now there's I there's not enough stuff in it for it to be a legitimate like podcast room. So I'm hoping right. <laughs> to do something right. on that because it would be nice to have like a filming area too for the podcast or for the YouTube. Yeah, right. Yeah, build a little yep. uh, build a little set behind you. Mm-hmm. You could do something cool. Yep. I have all change. my horror action figures mixed in with all my Star Wars ones, so. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. have different parts of the set. You, like, move it around, have different, you're like, oh, today is the fireplace and the comfy chair <laughs> set. <laughs> yep. Right. <laughs> Get creative with it. Of course, that just involves more time and money, so. <laughs> of course. It involves work. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well. Why don't we start with our first movie that we're going to talk about here, which is going to be Hell House LLC from 2015. Whenever people ask me what happened in Hell House, I tell them, you watch the video, you tell me. The cause of death is now vaguely being blamed on a severe malfunction. What exactly malfunctioned isn't clear and authorities aren't saying. All we have from that night is the video the tour goer shot 
uploaded to YouTube before the police got a hold of it. Uh, the 911 call was the only other thing, and that didn't really tell us much of what was going on inside. Then this photographer, Martin Cliver, comes along, gets inside the hotel, takes pictures, puts it up on the internet, starts to raise some real questions that the town does not want answers to. The hardest part, the hardest part was probably the silence. Um, everything was very hush-hush. There were gag orders put on everyone involved with the case. Cops, lawyers, uh, even the families of the victims were left pretty much completely in the dark. It was, um, it was impossible to get anyone to talk to us at first. So I wanted to see inside the hotel, first and foremost. Um, asking questions was, like I said, getting me nowhere. So uh, I went to the hotel and I walked around the back and found a low window and knocked out the boards and climbed inside. The blood on the floor, what do you make of that? Well, it certainly debunks the theory that there was some sort of a gas leak, which we all knew was bullshit in the first place. Uh, so I eventually found my way to the basement door. Uh, it was blown off its hinges, like someone had forced their way through it. And um, I'm not gonna lie, I stood to the side of the door and pointed the camera down the stairs and just snapped a few pictures. Um, I've seen a lot. Been to a lot of scary places in my career and there was no way I was going down those stairs. No way. Uh, Marco, do you want to synopsize this movie or House of a Thousand Corpses? Oh, man. Um, I'll do this one. Okay. I'll do this one. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so... Okay, let me try. Let me put, put, put it in my head here. Okay, so... You got it. I believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we got a group of, of uh, young adults that run a haunted house attraction every year. Uh, those side ones, not like a theme parked one, but those side attractions everybody goes to. And uh, they start like two months before. And they come across or one comes across this abandoned hotel, uh, not knowing the history of it. They set, decided to like, OK, let's set up shop here. Um, and then throughout the, the whole process of them setting up, like, we're going to do this. They find out there's some backstory to it, some satanic rituals or something that went went on in there. And throughout the filming process, they document this whole thing. So it's a very it's a found footage movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, they kind of discover things that are going on here and there. But they kind of open up the house anyway to the guests and day one, first guest. And there seems to be some sort of slaughter going on and everything panic. So uh, that is the story, the synopsis in a, in a nutshell. But sure. being a found footage and the way they did the found footage was actually really cool because it's always something like, OK, how are they going to do this? Right. But right. um, they had like uh, just almost like how. um. Savage Land, where they had like news reports and documentaries, and uh, yeah, it's like, intercut uh, a little bit with other stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not just only yeah. handheld camera. Yeah, and this also ha- does have like a subplot uh, to this whole underlying thing. It's not just a you know kill them all found footage movie. There's actually some sinister going on with one of the cast members or that are running the the show. And when we get into it, we'll see where where that goes because I'm sure everybody has theories on what uh what happened sure sure so crystal uh what 
is what's well i guess your your history with this movie as far as like when you saw it or how you heard about it and then i know you had a little story about the actual house itself Mm. yeah so um i'm trying to think so i've I've watched this film mm, maybe a year or two after it came out and I remember watching it and I was like, oh, this, this is really good. I really like this a lot. Found footage, my favorite genre to watch when sure. it comes to mm-hmm. um, horror. And um, I, I watched the film and maybe like, so I went to this haunted house last year and it was called um, The Haunting at the Waldorf Hotel. And I, I I went through it and I was it was really cool it was really great and then I went home and maybe I want to say a couple months later um, I did Hell House LLC for one of my podcasts um, mm-hmm. for one of my episodes and I'm watching the movie and I'm like this place <laughs> looks so familiar and I'm like they really I was like wow they really this really looks like the the haunted house that I went to back in, uh-huh. you know, when I back during Halloween. Right. And I remember watching the whole film through and and I went to go on IMDb to look at the trivia and in the trivia was the second one it said that the that the <laughs> the movie was filmed at an old hotel that was converted <laughs> into a haunted house in Lehigh in Pennsylvania called oh. the World of Hotel and I was like oh my god I was there and I didn't even know so I <laughs> saw the film is awesome and, isn't it so I saw the film before I went to the um I watched it before I went to the to the haunted house, right. not knowing that I was watching where I would be going. And then I <laughs> yeah, went yeah. there. And it didn't. It kind of clicked a little bit, but I didn't right. really. I didn't really pay. It wasn't really paying attention that much. And then yeah. I watched the film a couple months after. Um, it must have been like February or something. I can't remember off the top of my head when I put the episode up. But I'm recording my podcast, reading the trivia. And going, oh my God, I've been to this haunted house before. Yeah, right. (laughs) And then it all kind of made sense. And I actually went back and watched the film again, obviously for this for for your show. And I was like, I really can't believe how it's exactly the same. So I yeah, that's cool. I've been inside that that haunted hotel that they actually converted because it was the same story. Um, A group of people found this abandoned hotel and they made it into a haunted house. Now, of course, it's not what happened in the film because I'm alive. (laughs) (laughs) We're the one that made it out. That's why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's only like 15 people died. So Yeah, only. Because a bunch of them lived. One bad, bad. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going back there in October, but this time I'm actually going to go and I'll probably like vlog a little bit for the YouTube channel now that I yeah, know sure. yeah, that's awesome. that it's for Hell House LLC. So it, yeah. was, the it was really funny. Has made it more popular? Like there's a lot of, um, is there a lot more buzz on it now? Because I, I mean, I would definitely go. It's like one of those things like, hell yeah, I got to go. You know what? They really didn't make it a, a, a big statement that it was even filmed there. Right. And if they mm. did, I wasn't paying attention because there's gotcha. no sign that says like Hell House LLC. But if you go right. on the website now, it does say it. And I don't gotcha. remember it saying that before. Maybe it does. Maybe it did. And I just wasn't paying attention. Right. Um, yeah. They might have um, like gotten a little bit of a boom at first, but it's also not like a huge movie where. Mm-hmm. Like if they shot something from like it there, 
then right. Oh yeah, I gotta go see it, but because yeah. it's it's kind of, it's still kind of a small, relatively lesser known movie, I would say. Oh sure. Not yeah, unknown, and but I, not a lot of people I might even it. yeah, I might even do the whole like hey, like email somebody, be like hey, like I'm a podcaster and a YouTuber, like let me get some tickets. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna do yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you guys some free press. Right, <laughs> you go. They're probably going to be like, uh, no, you can just buy a ticket. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. No, sure, press good. passes are still $15. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Be like, you can film all you want, but you can't film inside, and you can film outside, and that's it. So they're right. probably. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, no, that's so cool. I, it was, I can't honestly, for the life of me, I can't remember going into the basement. I'm trying to remember because, of course, there's an iconic scene of like this whole yeah. staircase. I can't remember mm-hmm. if I went into any of the rooms or, I mean, you also, you know, you're getting, it's it's a horror thing. So, or mm-hmm. it's a haunted house. So it's not like, yeah. you know, like paying attention to all those things. I'm getting, you know, chased with a chainsaw. So, yeah, right, right. right. But yeah, yes, they, it was, they might it was, not have the basement as a part of it, just if it's not exactly what it seems in the movie or something. Or sure, I know. Could you imagine if they had like a way out stuff down there? But I, I, I don't remember a girl being chained up in the basement though. Right. So right. I feel like I would remember something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they didn't really make it too prevalent that it was where the film okay. was you know, where the movie was filmed, but I don't know, maybe if I go, yeah, maybe if I, once I go this year, um, I don't know. I just, it was just really funny that I, cause usually I'm, I'm, I like to say I'm pretty aware of my surroundings, but apparently (laughs) I just, (laughs) I wasn't that time. (laughs) Yeah. Well, like you said too, just the environment is not the same where you would be looking for it really. So yeah. Yep, and it was uh, just yeah. I just googled I just googled my friends and I wanted to go and I was just like all right let me just Google haunted houses like around where I live and mm-hmm. that one came up and I was like eh, it's kind of far but it looks really cool because it's like mm-hmm. they had like a bunch of different things you could do and I was like whatever let's just do this one so awesome lo right. and behold <laughs> it's where a found footage film was recorded in one of my mm-hmm. favorite found footage films so nice. yeah whatever you know normal. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That, that does make it a little special for you, though, honestly, because like, yeah, discovering, yeah right. it's almost like this. You almost discovered the movie after the thing, but you didn't even know you saw the movie before. But it makes it a little bit like that was cool discovery, cool like a cool thing to like you know experience the the opposite of it instead of like what Paul said, like oh I'm going to the location where this was filmed and yeah, that's cool, but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. It was. It was really. It was very cool. And I, I just remember watching the film after I went to the went to the attraction, and I was like, "This looks so familiar." I was like, "But there's no way that they filmed this in Pennsylvania." I was like, "People don't. F- I mean, Pennsylvania is super haunted, but like, they don't film things around here. Everything gets filmed yeah. in Canada." <laughs> yeah. Oh, nowadays, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is filmed in like you know different parts of the in up in Canada. Like it's not. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah they're they're spreading out to like weird suburbs. They just had yeah. Quiet Place Two was shooting all in suburbs of Buffalo. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, Trans- Transformers Three, I think, was actually filmed like twenty minutes away from where I lived. Yeah, um, yeah. There was like a so. whole scene in the one of the shitty Ninja Turtles Michael Bay movies that was shot in <laughs> Buffalo. So yeah, yeah they, they shoot in like these little weird small suburbs when they when right. they want to save money. Too, oh, and so. then there was another one too that that Boston mafia movie was filmed about 25 minutes away from me with Johnny Depp. Um, oh, okay. that was cool. Oh no, I'm sorry. Not that I can't remember. Oh no. The, 
I forget, not the Boston one. That was filmed in Boston, duh. Um, <laughs> I can't remember well, which one it was. It was a... I can't remember. It doesn't matter. It's It doesn't right. matter. <laughs> so I guess we should probably talk a little bit about the actual movie itself. Um, <laughs> but this is fine, yeah. <laughs> but uh, No, that's cool. I, I, I'm glad, actually, that it wound up landing on you that you got the it's movie. It's crazy. Because yeah, because I was actually there. I'm sure that no one else <laughs> yeah. has that same story, so. Right. And it was, it's a really good haunted house too. So like nice. it was, it was fun. They like, you like, it wasn't just your typical haunted house. Like you had to like mm. crawl through things and you got nice. like water on you and stuff. So nice, it was nice. definitely, it was cool. Yeah, That's it was, cool. it was fun. Uh, I, I don't remember where I had heard of this or somehow it got recommended or heard people just saying that it was a decent one. And I'm, a, a I'm definitely a fan, or at least I, I try to give a lot of found footage a chance. And there's definitely mm-hmm. stuff that doesn't do it right, and there's a lot of stuff that does it right. So that's like any you know any type of movie, I suppose, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. So, but I I do I do like this one quite a bit. Not to spoil my my final thoughts of this already, but right, right, it was right. something that I was excited to come back and and check this out because there's so much good like atmosphere in this movie that goes along with having a little bit of a backstory, but then they don't overdo it with the backstory of what is going on in the hotel. They just give you little bits and, and right. kind of introduce the idea to you. And so it, it really was on, on rewatching at this time. I was really like even more kind of um, impressed with how they sort of fit so much into the movie mm-hmm. without doing a lot, you know, and, and obviously all with handheld cameras for the most part and stuff, it's harder to accomplish some of the things that they're doing. So, and it was scary. It yeah, was, right. it was really yeah. scary. Um, and I don't really say that a lot about horror films cause I don't no, really no. think that they're very scary, but this one was really terrifying. Um, I mean, there are just some scenes that just mm-hmm. totally freaked me out after I watched them. I'm like, Oh, maybe I'll keep my little salt lamp on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like they're, uh, they're very scary because found footage films make it feel very real, especially yes. if they're done right. And I think that this, I, I, that, uh, I think really think this film did an amazing job. <laughs> yeah. I definitely had a trail of lights uh, turning on as I'm going <laughs> to the bathroom through the house. So. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> What yeah, what made this film work, like you said, it the cast actually did a great job selling the film as real. Um, being, and being affected by these things. Yeah, and like the whole setup, like, okay, you know, because sometimes like you watch movies and it, the, you get the setup, like, okay, yeah, the guys are making a haunted house. But they, the whole cast was like into it. They were like, you you felt like they were actually talking about, they, like they weren't really making a movie kind of deal. Like they were really yeah, trying natural. to, yeah, right, yeah right. trying to like set this up and, and do things and talk about it and had their little ceremony party and, and, and talking about like last year's and this, it just felt like, it felt a little more real than a lot very, of other movies. It was, it was very genuine. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. And I think that I think, and even for like, while you're watching it, you're like, are, are they improvising these lines yeah. or yeah, yeah, yeah. These lines that they're given? Because right. it, it all just felt like it was so natural to them. It's like, yeah. Have they known each other for a long time? Are they, you know, like, Mm -hmm. are they actually making a haunted house here? (laughs) Is this exactly that's what's the great thing about these movies mm -hmm. when it works? It works like it really does put you in that mind frame. You're like, okay, you have to keep telling yourself, yeah, it's a movie, but like, but is it, you know, like, yeah, the way that they act, the way that Mm -hmm. they would interact with each other. It was very, and I really feel like the different things that were scary to me were something that was so like 
Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I, I guess I guess I'll give you an example. So there's one part of the film where they're doing that little walkthrough. Um, yes. And he's like on the radio and he's like, hey, did we put uh, four freaks in here? Or, and oh, it, right. was, you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah, that right. effect yeah. was so easy. All they yes. had yes. to do with a strobe light that took them probably like one or two takes and it wasn't, mm-hmm. but if you like, if you think yep. of that in a regular horror film, it's not that scary, but then right like now. something like this where it felt like it was so real, it was a thousand times scarier. Cause you see the yeah. shadow of something and you're like, yeah. well, okay. That's really creepy because you feel it. Like you're alone with the character in this in in the walkthrough, yeah, yeah. and I like mm-hmm. I don't know. There's just something different about the way that this movie was filmed that makes those tiny little things so much scarier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. don't and know what it was. Well, and it's it's they do a good job of making you think that you saw it with the character, right? right. And yeah. then going back and confirming it later, where they're like, "No, no, you're not. You're crazy." And then they go and look, and they're like, "No, look right here is definitely the proof that we did see it." And I feel like a lot of times. If they don't show the proof and it's like, right. well, we think we saw what we saw, but are we seeing it through this person's eyes or. Right. But I like that they give you the the concrete evidence of like, no, the, the clown actually moved. There's actually another guy in the hallway yeah. and the strobe and lights flicking. That whole thing, even that clown thing was so. And like I said, guys, I don't get scared very often when it comes I to know. watching films, but right. that like mannequin clown thing that kept yeah, like showing so up badass. in the hallways like uh-huh. that's yep. scary like even the things in the basement when they couldn't move their heads and then all of a sudden they yeah, move the head like, that's, that's crazy. so scary like i can't yeah. even think about it right now because like it's mm-hmm. <laughs> it's dark out like uh, <laughs> it gives me the creeps like oh, it's yeah, yeah. so scary yeah. and like like i said i don't get scared like i could fall asleep to like scream Halloween, yeah, sure, yeah, 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 of course. You know, House of a Thousand Corpses, I could fall asleep too. Like that stuff is right. nothing. But yeah, we're desensitized. I don't know. There's something yeah. about this film, though. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. that. It's the. It's the actors selling it, right? And the progression of fear that goes on, like the actors that they're or the characters that are actually seeing these things happen. They're they're starting to flip out more and more mm-hmm. and more. And it's not like a nonchalant. Oh, the clown moved. Okay, business as usual. Oh, it moved again. Business as usual. Right. And the fact that it's a, a found footage worked. I think a hundred percent because right, yeah. that that gimmick of turning the camera and the and the statues facing you and turn the camera it's facing back in a regular movie setting it's just not it's just not scary. That's what I'm saying. It really like, isn't. It's yeah. really not like if you think about all the things like even even when they're this the scariest scene in this entire film for me was when uh, the one character I can't remember his name he's in his bedroom and he's like vlogging. Oh. And the girl yeah. is leaning, leaning, sitting on the ground, like leaning yep. against the, oh the my wall. God. See, yeah. that that's in every single horror movie you watch. But for some mm-hmm. reason in this particular yeah. film, it was so much scarier. <laughs> yeah, right. I agree with that. So I agree. scary. I was just like, I literally had to like cover my eyes. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. And like, I'm not like that. Like, like I said, <laughs> if there's a film out there that can scare me, it's Hell House. Yeah. LLC. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's That's very good. effective for sure. Mm-hmm. And so I think I, th- I think it helps. They do a good job with the beginning part where it almost seems like it's fun. Like they have this cavalier attitude and you're just kind of when nothing is really going bad yet. And it's just, right. oh, this place is a dump and the electric is, is mm-hmm. not good and we have to fix all this stuff. And they're just kind of getting into it and getting going. And you're like, all right, you know, you, you kind of 
buy into their their dynamic and the way that these people are functioning together and who's in charge right. and who's kind of you know the the asshole and whatever but they they bring you into caring about the situation but you know that it's going to go bad obviously because it's a horror yeah. movie so you're yeah. just waiting for that to happen and then when it does it's it's not only well written to where there's a lot of setup and payoff and then it's it's with the actual proof so you know that these things are really happening so everyone gets on board with thinking that it's happening so they're all terrified but also they do it in this great way of building things up really slowly to yeah it's like a little thing mm-hmm. and another little thing and another little thing and another little thing to I, where that in, it's, it's a yeah. great sequence you know yeah right it's like and every footage that they show or interview reinforces the previous one so like mm-hmm. when the movie begins with the uh, you know, pretty much of a of a walkthrough and the panic and then the fire people coming, you know, to rescue and the reports of like, you know, so many people died and this right. is like the opening day and stuff. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then this thing happens and the other footage happens. You see other angles yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just like really cool. And I will say, though, to also the panic scene was awesome. Um, right. The whole thing about what's going on in the base, basement, the guys, you know, jetting out there, people panicking, and then like blood on the walls, and just just going through that, I was like kind of claustrophobic myself, and watch it going like, I don't want to go to haunted houses just for that reason of mm. panic. You know what I mean? Like that's it, it's that really uh, it was kind of effective. It was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, I liked how they did that. I liked how they started the film with the guest point of view, and they ended it with the crew's point of view. I thought that was yeah. really yeah right right um because it kind of just came full circle um so yeah and and yeah going along with that when you don't know if if the people that are panicking are part of haunted house or if they're like legitimate people panicking and i think they found a good group of extras because nobody came off like cheesy right right like everything looked like they were genuinely scared Mm -hmm. (laughs) i've been i've been to haunted houses like especially at theme parks also where the actors are telling us this is not part of the show. Help me. And you're just like, ah, ha, ha. And you walk over and right. that is part of the show. You know, yeah, that was, that's like the gimmick. That. No, I wouldn't right. like no, that. Uh-uh. They need to give us a warning outside. No, like, no, like no. everything in here is, is fake. And, uh, cause you yeah, don't know. That, no, I wouldn't <laughs> like that. Well, that's like, uh, no, I don't like that at all. I wouldn't exactly. like that. be like, do you want me to help you? Like what are yeah. you doing? And you go you like, know, what is this? No, yeah, I don't. And then you touch it. And they're like, what are you doing, dude? I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I don't like, I wouldn't like that at all. It's like you're waiting for that uh, John Quinones guy to jump out. I'm like, you know, would you help yeah. these people if they were in trouble? Whatever. I forget the name of that show. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah, you exactly. saw a person getting uh, yelled at by like his. The how you would react thing, right? Yeah, yeah right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Waiting for him to jump out and bust you. Am I a bad person? Yeah, yeah. exactly. You're like, yep, no, I'm I a wouldn't... bad person. I wouldn't like that if somebody did that. Um, in I would the... be the I would be the clown that ran out, and they were like, "Is this part of the show?" The fucking clown just ran out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember that the bodyguard or, or the security guard that was. In yep, the <laughs> he's like, "Bye, girl." There goes our muscle. Yeah. Yeah, no, I wouldn't like if somebody did that to me at all. That's not. Mm-mm. There's uh, also besides like the whole. Uh, tragic event that this movie kind of like um, documents going through the whole thing. There is a subplot to this, or yeah, it's like a subplot to the whole thing, right? Like there is um, obviously the satanic ritual of or demons or whatever that are actually real in the house, and those are the ones that we find out. You know, spoiler alert, um, they're the ones that do the killing and stuff. But there's also 
a possession story also in, in the sense that one of the cast members or one of the group members, uh, the one, the girl, I can't remember her name in it. Dana, Diane, Sarah. Oh, uh, uh, Sarah. Sarah was the Sarah? main girl. Oh, yes. Yes. That was her real name. Maybe her real name is Diane or something. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Probably. Sarah in the film is the is pretty much like the main you know protagonist uh, female in the film. And mm-hmm. there's a mention in it begin when they're going through the house when they're sifting through it like then discover it. They find a plate, and I want to know if you guys think of the same thing I'm thinking. So they find a plate, and the guy goes, "Oh, look, it looks like Sarah," and it's a little painting of a young girl and just a little resemblance, you know. And then mm-hmm. it finds out Sarah is actually. Um, I guess, quote, I don't know if she's dead or not, but uh, she's the one who brings the reporter or the yeah. journalist. The yeah, film, at the end, I, and I assume she, she is was dead. like a ghost, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a ghost, but there is, she's, to, I haven't seen the other Hell Houses. I know there's, a, I think, uh, two and three. I don't know if there's a third one. but The third one is coming. Uh, okay, third yeah, one's coming. So I, I, one. Yeah, I, oh, there is no second one? No, no, there no, is. there is. There is oh, a second a, one, yes. So yeah, there I is. haven't seen that if it, progresses that story or not but um so i'm just assuming there was some sort of tie-in between her character and this whole uh you know ritual thing and the, of course the, the well, ritual. Yeah. well there was a whole part where she was just like staring at the wall too or something mm-hmm. wasn't she like staring at something I, she was staring, sure at something the the staring at virgin the virgin mary oh, statue outside yeah, that's oh right, right. Oh, right oh that's right and she was also staring at the wall and the, there's two parts of the film i think right oh, backwards right. yeah mm-hmm. so but, it was like something got into her for sure yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't remember the plate part. I might have. Yeah, missed. I do remember the plate. Yeah. Yeah. It's at the very beginning. He holds up a, a broken plate and there's a piece of painting on it and says, Oh, look, it looks like Sarah. And they just kind of like, ah, whatever. They just kind of yeah, drop it. It was like it. a throwaway line. Yeah. Hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I actually, uh, I didn't see the second one. Um, I tried to watch the sequel, but the beginning was so bad. I was like, I can't watch this because it's going <laughs> to, it's going to ruin right. my, you know, my love for the first one. But apparently, everybody everyone on twitter was like no 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 you just have to get through the beginning like the rest of it's right. really good and i was just like okay. i don't really do that yeah <laughs> i remember that i started to watch it but then i couldn't remember the first movie so i think i i shut it off kind of a similar thing like i just couldn't remember it and i was gotcha. i was like i don't know this doesn't make any sense to me and it seems dumb so i'm just gonna come back to this <laughs> later well, but now that i've there's... seen this and i've studied this yeah. movie i definitely will try and watch it now yeah i'll remember the Maybe. story Mm-hmm. I'm because telling you, it, the, the opening sequence is so cheap. I don't know what's going on. It's like it's like a reporter and these two guys, and they're she's like talking to them, and they're like arguing about something, but their acting is so bad. I don't uh, know. Right. Uh-huh. I don't know. It just it totally killed it for me, and I was like, I don't want to watch this. Right. right. Oh, that's that's yeah. If the movie was kind of getting me like, okay, this could be the next paranormal activity series and and movies where it's because it set up it did set up sarah as that ghost mm-hmm. or spirit or something that can possess other people to try and it didn't always have to be a haunted house attraction for the next one and so go on you know kind of continuing the story so sure i kind of yeah. like that that well, like you, you said you saw it take over other people too so yeah obviously she could be like the one that's controlling for that mm-hmm. yeah exactly so mm-hmm. I, I thought it was i thought it was cool that they put that in it wasn't like i said it wasn't just a simple something went wrong uh a possess- even if it was just the demons coming alive it, it actually they tried it a little deeper now there was one scene in here where the two guys are talking and one guy wanted to leave and they're out in the field and i don't know if you guys remember this they're out in the field and he goes i can't leave because i just found out the truth and they weren't telling us as viewers anything and the other guy right. goes see this is why 
you can't leave. So I'm like, okay, th- is that left up to interpretation? Oh, or... yeah, I do remember that part. And I think I talked yeah. about it in my podcast. And I was like, but we never really get, we never really understand, like, what right. it means. Yeah. Um, yeah, like something got cut out or something. That's weird. Well, yeah. I, think, I, I think it all ties into Sarah's character. I think they needed to stay because they found out something and they needed to see it through to protect her. And then everything went to shit. That's that's how I'm interpreting it, right? Like, okay, they were yeah. gonna leave, they're good, but they're a very tight knit group. The guys, they were like best friends since kids, so they had like a bond, uh, mm. and so they decided to like almost like kind of sacrifice themselves to stay and see it through. So that was like my only complaint. If I had anything with this movie, it's like, okay, if they cut that out, it could still I would still have the same effect of the movie. It wouldn't it wouldn't mean anything. Like I would yeah. still have the same. Yeah, the part mm-hmm. was weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if they were. I don't know, like, why to, like, are they just randomly outside filming themselves? And, like, <laughs> yeah, it's talking like I gotta stay because I just found out the truth. It's like, whoa, whoa, tell me. Oh, yeah. I want to know. <laughs> that, you know. That, yeah, that field is right across from the from okay. the from the haunted house oh, too. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they were just maybe they were just improving and like, let's go shoot a scene over there because it sounds like really nice or something. Just, <laughs> I remember I when I was that part. Oh, no one will know. When I was watching it, I remember feeling like it had something to do with money. Like they, uh, maybe like he he borrowed money from like the mafia or something or the mob or whatever. Like <laughs> right, you know, right. basically he had to stay and make sure that it worked out or else they were all going to get hunted down and killed or something or. <laughs> That was yeah. kind of like what went through my head at the time. But. Sure, sure. It, they don't explain it all. Um, right. But it's just kind of like I would just kind of go in the same vein of the haunting. And then, like I said, Sarah's character, uh, seeing it, it go all the way through, I'm like, there's something there with the plate, her right, staring right. at statues, being possessed, being dead at the end, and coming well, yeah, alive to show reporters that this footage that was never found before. Yeah. Uh, they're talking the field. It's like there's this whole other movie going on. Right, right. Well, I mentioned it's like, um, what's that film? Oh, Ghost Ship. Remember? Yes. Like the yes. same thing. He yeah, was okay. like the whatever. The he needed to get souls for the devil. Yeah. So maybe they could okay. be something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Well, I mentioned that they they do tie in a backstory about the house and kind of tell you why it is what it is. Yes. Which. Oh I, yeah, that was cool. I like what they tied into it, and they they didn't really like spend too long on it, but they give you enough where you can go, okay, I I, yep. I get what you're trying to do here. Yep. Which yeah, it was g- just a simple thing about that it was allegedly a portal to hell, and some guy found out about it and was like sacrificing people in the basement and shit. And then he like hung himself in the attic, wasn't that right or something? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Happened. Because yeah. then somebody else ends up hung in the attic. Yeah. One of the, one guys of the, one of the guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. One of them slit their own throat when they got possessed. I think that's mm-hmm. Paul. Yeah, that, that's how it. In, that's how it uh, opened up in the the film. It's like you know, this guy was um, uh, his his throat was cut, but then the you know, this is what got me in the film, right? right. They but it was, it was self-inflicted. self-inflicted. Yeah, and, yeah, and I go, oh hell yeah, because I just remember Event Horizon, <laughs> that whole thing where they killed themselves and stuff. Right. And like <laughs> that is awesome. I I I like that better of a self-possession that you kill yourself, a whole bunch of people killing themselves in a room versus right. killing each other. It's so much more scarier and effective. Oh, I, just, I just like that. Totally. So creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I get, mm, I think the only cheesy part I, I think was when Sarah is back at the hotel and she happens to be in her room and then they go in. <laughs> yeah. And she, 
bed and the demons are there. Like that was kind of <laughs> cheesy. Like I'm like, uh-huh. all right. <laughs> and, and you saw the yeah, coming yeah. a mile away too. There was, oh, it was right, very yeah. telegraphed and yeah. Yeah. But, as soon as she went up to the, as soon as the reporter, or the journalist went up to the front, they were like, there's no room to be. <laughs> I'm like, oh God. All right. She's going to yeah, go right. to hell yeah. in room. I get it. <laughs> Yeah, I get it. I get it. Now we're back to typical. (laughs) Yeah, right. That part was cheesy, and then the part Mm -hmm. where she like slides the tape over, and she's like, "Everything is in here." So whatever (laughs) she says, so cheesy. (laughs) I wish that maybe with the well, I guess the beginning couldn't because they were killed. But I guess it would have been cooler if they like found the tapes inside the house. Right. Yeah. But then you wouldn't have like the whole Sarah tie-in, so I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that exactly. part was kind of cheesy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you could take that whole subplot, uh, Sarah subplot out, and it could still be an right, awesome right. standalone movie. You mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it didn't. I mean, they could have left the stuff in with the plate and her staring at the statue and the wall and yeah, all that, that stuff. Yeah, that part was creepy. Yeah, yeah that and was good. And then just cut out the reporter sure. thing of, like, you should go look in the house yourself. And yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Oh, right. yeah, she said we should go look in the house right. ourselves. What do you guys think? Should we do it? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Like, yeah, let's go. She totally said we should. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, that part was... Mm, was right, yeah, they could have just cut I wish that. they would have just left it with the with the tapes mm-hmm. and the... Yep. Or with just the crew. That would have been a lot better. I feel like right. the other stuff was like, all right, well, we have to figure out how to tie all this in and how they find mm-hmm. the tapes. But there's a yeah. lot... You could have even gotten the tapes mailed to the reporter or something. Right. Like, it would have been right. cooler that way. Because then... You wouldn't have all this, like, I just, I can't with a line. There is no to be, like, I can't. (laughs) So cheesy. And then they get to the house and they're like, look at the letters and the numbers on the door. It's the same. Like, I It's like the first fucking door they come across. Yeah. Yeah, the first (laughs) one. It's so sitting on the bed. All right. Okay, whatever. (laughs) Sitting on the bed. Okay. Uh-huh. The part that I didn't really enjoy. It was just too <laughs> I was like, oh my god, it's so typical. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Well, uh, why don't we go around? We'll give our final thoughts and our ratings. And I know the last time you were on we were doing numbers still, so we switched it to it's more of a, a like and love situation. So Okay. Um, I feel like, you know, th- there's also a don't like, but obviously I don't mm-hmm. think that that's going to come up today. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, do you want to go first, Marco? Sure. Um, I love it. I love this movie. This is my first time watch. I didn't watch it when it first came out. And not just because I didn't want to, it's just wasn't on my radar. You know, right. it's a movie that just wasn't in my face. But uh, I love this movie. I love for everything that we talked about about it. Like, yeah. Just the setup and the acting sold and the scary points to it were so simple but so effective. And mm-hmm. that clown mask was awesome. And clowns do not bother me at all. Like, I'm not afraid of clowns. And, and every time they're like, oh, it's a scary clown mask. Nope. But this one was scary. This one had was soulless. And this was cool. Um, I, 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 again, I appreciated everything they tried to do. The whole panic scene and the whole haunted house panic scene sold it for me. I think most more than the subplots of the paranormal stuff, which I do like the paranormal in it. Um, thought that was cool that they didn't really kind of show the killers. They were just like uh, phantom figures here and there. So it, w- it was good all around. You know? And I think this, if like I said, I, I want to see the second one and a third one that's coming out. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to muster through the bad acting of the second one. Uh, the beginning <laughs> and uh, uh you know and see where the story goes because it seems to me like they could take this on that love it or hate it paranormal activity route 
going on from what how it started to the end of it. And this movie could kind of do the same kind of thing. It can repeat that in a new, refreshing way where Sarah can move on and be this, uh, you know, some demon of the past and reincarnate right. all of that stuff. So, yeah, love the film. I love it. Right. Nice, nice. Uh, do you uh, want to go next, Crystal? What's your, sure. your thoughts um, and feelings? So I love the film, too, just because found footage can be very tricky to do. Yep. Um, and I think that they executed it very well. Um, it wasn't too shaky. It wasn't too yeah. overdone. Um, they weren't overacting. They weren't underacting. Um, I think the, the cast did just such a good job. Mm-hmm. Um of course, you know, the the parts I, I didn't like already already talked about, but I still love right. the film very, very right. much. It's very scary. Um, and I got to say, like, and I know I said it already twice already, but I can't tell you the last time that I said, oh, my God, that huh. film scared me because sure. this film 100 <laughs> percent scared me. Um, and I wish that more people would watch it because I mm-hmm. feel like more people would really like it if they watched it, yes. um, you know, versus some of the other found footage films that have gotten more theatrical releases. I feel like if people watch this film, they would really like it. Um, and of course, I have to love it because I've been there. <laughs> yeah, that mm. that helps, too. I've been telling people, like, kick off your Halloween movie watching with this movie, like really kick it off because it really sets yeah. a tone. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's for the rest of actually set before Halloween. It's in the beginning of October. Yeah, it's they awesome. Like it I, Halloween, they don't, you know, and that's what's awesome. Like, <laughs> like watch this to get this, get into the spirit, get into it. You'll watch something that's a little scary. Uh, yeah, so scary. Yeah. yeah, and I would recommend yeah. watching it maybe with other people, not at night, because like I said, <laughs> you will trust me. You will wake up in the middle of the night to like go get water, like go to the bathroom, and you'll have an image from that in your yep. mind, and you will freak yourself out. And like a trail of yeah. lights, like I did, <laughs> yeah, living room, kitchen, everything, all the way to the bathroom. <laughs> absolutely, because like I said, I can't remember the last time that I said this. A film scared me. I mean, That's I've awesome. seen. I've seen horror movies. I live by myself. Like I watch Me horror too. movies yeah. in the dark all the time. Like I went to go see it chapter two by myself in the dark in a theater. Mm-hmm. Like I don't get scared easily. And this right, film yeah, scares yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Well, I'm the same way, but I'm in the middle of the desert. So there's no, but there's no help coming. If, uh, uh, well, I live yeah. in a city. I live in a yeah. city. It's a little bit easier, but it's still doesn't matter though. when you're by yourself and your apartment's dark <laughs> and it's quiet, you get those flashes of that clown or, oh, yeah. Of that girl, like lead, like I can't even, I can't even say it out loud because I just keep picturing her like in my bedroom, and I can't do right. that right now. Uh, <laughs> not, not doing it. Nope. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm right there with you guys. I love this one. I think you know all the stuff that we've already said. Super effectively done. Well written. Uh, good characters. Good effects. They they have a little bit of of death and stuff in the movie, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um. And on top of all that, it's, you know, it's a great kind of pre-Halloween season movie. Yeah. I, I think I've said before that, and I'm not really a fan of, of haunted house type movies. Mm-hmm. And this is one kind of ranks up there in my favorite haunted house movies just because it's, yeah. it's, it's a lot of fun, but also like not fun, you know, right. in, in that right. weird way. So. In a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. So, but yeah, no, it's just an awesome movie. I'm, I'm. Super pumped that we got to do it here, and yeah. 
I do want to check out the second one now that I actually remember what happened in the first one better. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, why don't we take our first break? Well, I guess our only break here. Why don't we take our break here? And when we come back, we will talk about House of a Thousand Corpses. It's three days till the opening of Hell House. Yippee. Everyone's a little stressed. I personally think we have no business being here. Alex is more confident than ever. Where Sarah just doesn't look good. She usually does. That's all for me. Sleep sweet.
to talk about our second movie, which is House of 1,000 Corpses. Is it House of 1,000 Corpses or House of 8,000 Corpses? I don't House, know. House well, of 1,000 Corpses. House yeah. of 1,000? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I've been watching the movie well, for 10 years. I feel like... I feel like... <laughs> I feel like it's. Oh my god! Now you're gonna make me Google it. Oh my god! No, but, yeah, well, it's always the number one thousand. Doesn't say eight thousand. So I, you know, it's just. It's I guess you can say it, however. Say it, but I'm pretty sure the majority of people say House of a Thousand Corpses. Okay. Exactly. So, exactly. I guess that's, yeah. what that's what we're going with. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm the one that says it the wrong way. <laughs> okay. House of One Thousand Corpses. House right. back when House of by Robert Zombie. That's right. It's a the House of One Thousand Corpses. <laughs> house of One Thousand Corpses. <laughs> I guess uh, my uh, my quick synopsis of this movie is that there is a pair of couples that are. This is set in the late seventies, seventy seven, I believe, and mm-hmm. this, these two couples are traveling across I, I i know from the imdb it says texas but i don't remember if it specifically no, noted that in the movie maybe in the bumper i think, I think it is texas because it's rugsville okay. i don't know if it's uh that's an actual place though sure well they're they're traveling across texas and they're yeah. taking notes for a book that they want to write about weird roadside attractions and and freaky shit that they find in kind of small out of the way places and being this is the 70s obviously you can't just go on the internet and Right. Look up what's a cool place on you know the middle of nowhere fucking Texas. So, mm. so they're they're you know making this book about this. They come across a really cool place run by Captain Spaulding where they have a pretty sweet murder tour. Howdy, folks! Got blood, violence, freaks of nature. Well, then come on down to Captain Spaulding's museum of monsters and madness. <laughs> yeah, see the alligator boy. Ride my famous murder ride. Most of all, don't forget to take home some of my tasty fried chicken. Ha ha! It just tastes so damn good. That they learn about a character named Dr. Satan that they're intrigued by. One of our local heroes, Esquinton Quail, aka Dr. Satan. Yes. Murderer, torturer, but most of all, master surgeon. Mr. Quayle was an intern at Willows County Mental Hospital. Nicknamed Weeping Willows for the never-ending cries of pain. Through primitive brain surgery, Mr. Quayle believed that he could create a race of superhumans for the mentally ill. Vigilante justice prevailed, and it took his ass out and hung him. (laughs) <laughs> and that infamous hanging tree is no more than a stone's throw away from where y'all's ass is now seated. The next day, his body was found to be missing. And until today, no trace of Dr. Satan has ever been discovered. But then who knows? Maybe he lives next door to you. Tours over, exit through the doors.
I'm gonna go call my dad and I'll be right back. I love you. They happen to come across a hitchhiker, as we joked about in the intro, who is going to take them to the tree where Dr. Satan is supposedly buried, or it's his monument or something, and they get a flat tire, which is caused by someone shooting their tire. <laughs> and right. they end up back at the House of Horrors, and, you know, it's kind of a whole bunch of craziness. Um, I've, I've heard people say that, you know, it's his, like, version of doing Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which I see mm-hmm. some similarities, but mm-hmm. there's definitely... A lot of departures from that as well. Sure, um, I'm one of them that said that. Yeah, and it, yeah. It, it has it has you know a lot of those moments. The like, oh, it's the crazy redneck family and whatever. Right. But right. there's a lot of things that definitely stray from that too. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty much a, a um, just you know exploitation from here on out. After that, where it's mm-hmm. craziness and people being tortured and and fucked with mentally and mm-hmm. physically and you know all kinds of pretty crazy. Um, characters show up in this movie uh so why don't we start with well why don't we go with crystal first and i know you had said in the opening that this is like one of your favorite movies and stuff so (laughs) what is uh what's your history with this movie so this actually is my favorite horror movie of all time (laughs) um it is 100 percent. it's been my favorite horror movie since oh my god uh, for like nine years i think um So I watched it for the first time about nine years ago. So when I was like 21, 22 years old. So this guy that I was seeing, um, he loved horror films too. He was a little bit older than me. He was probably like 26. And um, he showed me that I was at his house and he was like, oh, you like horror movies? Have you ever seen House of Thousand Corpses? And I was like, no. And we watched it and I went out the next day and I bought the DVD and I watched it (laughs) and I watched it pretty much. I honestly can't tell you how many times I've seen this film. Um, So the reason I think that I really love this film so much is Rob Zombie too. Mm-hmm. So Rob Zombie is very special to me because um, I have been actually listening to him since I was a freshman in high school. Um, so I played soccer when I was a freshman. Um, and whenever we weren't practicing, our coaches would make us like run and like condition and do things. And I hated it. So my dad was like, you have to listen to music. So I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know what to listen to. So he made me a playlist on my iPod and it was Rob Zombie's. It was his awesome. Billy Deluxe album. So right, like, right. the classics like Dragula like all the good ones are in there so then I found out that you know those many years later um when I was like 21 or 22 and I saw that he was the director of the film and then when I saw the film I was just like these are like all of my favorite things put together um (laughs) you know I was so and this movie is just so special to me because of not only Rob Zombie but because there are so many fun interesting things about this film um, right. Another another reason I like it is this is it's so twisted, it's so messed up, and it yeah. keeps my attention the entire time. Like I swear, I have undiagnosed like ADD, and I need constant, sure. so yeah, I need like too. constant stimulation. And this film really does it because it's so yeah, messed yeah. up. It just gets crazier and crazier as the film progresses. Um, yeah, I, absolutely. I, think I said in my one, I did a Rob Zombie special um, a while ago, and I think I said like this film is like an onion. Like you literally just keep like pulling back all these crazy layers, and like mm-hmm. it, yeah, yeah. to the center of it, you're like, what the fuck is this movie? Like, <laughs> right, right. You feel like you've watched like twelve movies in one. Yes. 
I yeah. agree, yeah. It's yeah. just so good. And I think my favorite scene is probably when they're at the gas station and they go into the interactive ride of, like, Dr. Satan because yeah. I really feel like I'm oh, Jerry I know. when he comes out and he's like, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, he was so I know, he's, like, double fist pumping and she's like, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's, that's that would be me dude. for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. He was so excited to get on the ride and he like he was more excited at the end of the ride. And I just love um I love Rob Zombie's wife. I love the whole thing. The movie is just so fucked up. And I think that's just why I like it so much is because it held my attention. And I feel like every time I watch it, even though I've seen it like a thousand times, I feel like I see something new every single time. Yes. It's oh, definitely. so messed up. It's so, so good. <laughs> sure, sure. Nice. Yeah. Uh, well, let's go to Marco. And I know... I actually didn't know this beforehand until the other day we were recording and you had actually told me that you have a little bit of mixed feelings about this movie. Yeah. So I'm interested to hear how this yeah. goes, which I, I know if coming from you, I know it's not going to be disrespectful and I don't expect any sort of fight or anything. to. No. Break out oh, yours. no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I respect everybody's opinion when it comes to horror films, because I know a oh, lot sure. of people out there hate this movie and they hate Rob Zombie and they're like, the movie makes no sense. So I've heard it all. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Don't like worry. I have. Uh, yeah, though, no, honestly, I don't bat the, the only thing that. Okay. The sequel ruined this movie for me. Devil's Rejects ruined A House of Thousands of Corpses for me, but we'll talk about Devil's Rejects on another on another show. So yeah, no, I agree. I was not a fan of Devil's Rejects, and that's like well, no, I uh, love Devil's Rejects, but it yeah, I just I didn't. Yeah, I okay. I love both of these movies. Okay, so my history goes: I've seen this day one movie theater because again, I grew up on White Zombie, Rob Zombie, mm-hmm. uh, and every I followed his career to this day. Yeah. Um, so I went to the movie theater and saw it. I walked out of there, and there was only like five people in the theater when I saw it. I'm okay. like, and I expected so much. I, I bought the soundtrack before it came out. This is at the time when you could do that. I was watching all the the production shots and everything. I was just so into mm-hmm. it, being like, this is gonna be my favorite movie of all time. I walked out of there going, I don't know what I saw. Just like you know, like kind of like a uh, just a visual orgy of just everything, right? Yeah. It took me a, a yes, long yeah. time to understand the film. It took me a long time to mm-hmm. to realize what this film was and it was like I always compared it to like you know it's got the Texas Chainsaw Massacre influences and all that stuff going into it so what the movie set up with this whole cult like Dr. Satan lives underground and he's breeding us you know uh, a super superhuman zombies or whatever and then the family upstairs is the torturous ones that bring in the victims and Captain Spaulding right. is the one who brings them to the family and blah 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 so you go into like my thing. I I, I want to talk about this movie, but also what kind of disappoints me is watching Devil's Rejects and had zero influence on House of Thousand Corpses other than these three escapees going off and you know mm-hmm. l- you know law chasing or whatever. It just it just kind of um, degraded the original. And I and I know that from Rob Zombie's own words, he said, "Look, his this first movie, he threw everything in there, and it was a clusterfuck. He didn't really." kind of like know what he was doing and it was yeah. like he won't sure, make the sure. same mistakes you know because every movie after this one is a complete different mean-spirited film and stuff right um i i the the visuals to me like okay so the intro is to me like with with uh sid hey with captain spaulding and that whole armed robbery coming in he kills him and stuff the dialogue everything was like a hundred percent perfect perfect like if there was a perfect intro that's it that, yeah. this movie has it I love I it. I love Sid Haig. I've met him. He's a great person. Um, yeah. yeah. So 
it just got into this whole thing where once we saw the fam, the family killed it for me a little bit because they were so over the top that like Otis, I I wanted to like Otis, but I no, he's so still, scary. He's the scariest, I, he's the scariest like, villain I, and like all he's mean. <laughs> yeah, he's he's mean and stuff, but like the dialogue just didn't fit him for some for me. Um, still to this day, like they're too. Sure. It's too. It's too book ridden or too smart for Otis's character. Maybe. Yeah, that's true. Um, He's like, I want to be an artist, but like, I get it. It is, but yeah. I mean, I, a little bit. Again, it. doesn't. Right. Yeah, it doesn't ruin it for me at all. It doesn't ruin it for me. I I still um, hold this movie in high regards, but I'm overly critical because of my fandom of Rob Zombie and his work yeah, and stuff, yeah. and I want it to be. And I think like I see it like. I, I just I'm still waiting for him to be here's this masterpiece of my work and I'm like ah oh, I almost had it here and I almost had it here but you know um, yeah, but right, again right. I'm overly critical because sure, I love sure. the guy so much I love his work so much so um, but yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just it's one of those things that's his first film he threw everything in there and the props to me were a little bit cheesy it's like walking into um, it's like I like the props, but they were just unrealistic to me a little. And and I get what he was doing. And you well, see yeah, it was that like, it was like uh, he made a, a a music video that was really long. Yeah, a hundred. Uh, it's like mm-hmm. Pee Wee's Pee Wee's Big Adventure. You know, walking into his house where everything's so over the top and outrageous on every right. level. It's uh, the you hyperbole know. house. Yeah, exactly. Even like the you go to the father's the the flash you know to the father scene that's looking for the daughter in this whole movie and his front yard. He's got crucifixes all over the place and cobwebs and. That guy doesn't look like he would decorate one bit. <laughs> it's just over. And that's Rob well, I mean, Zombie it was the going, 70s. Like, oh, he, had, he didn't have shit yeah. to do. So. Well, that's He's got like a lot of Rob free time Zombie back then. Saying, I got all these this props. Let me just deck it out and put pumpkins where they shouldn't be. In the, you know. Right. Uh, <laughs> so it's like, again, it's a visual orgy of just everything. But once you, I will say this, though. Once you sit down and you go, okay, forget Devil's Rejects, forget you know, three from hell. What's what's just coming out? Forget those movies and watch this as a A to Z movie and really understand what the premise is from every mm-hmm. character and the whole arc, the overall arc thing and stuff. And uh, it's it's actually got a really cool story. It's really you know, it actually fits. Right, it's right. Easy to understand once you like really, really like pay attention to it. It took it took a while for me though. Sure, yeah. And let's. I'm like I'm down the middle of the two of you where mm. I. Um, I'm, you know, I, I like a lot of what's going on in here and definitely some of the stuff where it goes into such a huge departure is like, okay, what are we doing here? But then sometimes yeah. it really works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do love in a lot of cases where they have those old timey flashbacks. I yes. think that stuff, those are cool. A, a lot of them look really cool and they fit really well. And sometimes they don't, sometimes it's like, why is this intentionally done in a weird old camera? But it's not, I don't know. Sometimes like it doesn't fit and sometimes right? it does. The skunk ape thing. What's it with the skunk ape? I like it, yeah. but it's I like it, but it's like okay, it's it's Rob Zombie being Rob Zombie at that point. So yeah, that 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 would be my my biggest thing is I I love the story and I love the characters and it's mm-hmm. just the way that it so much like quick editing and and weird stuff that goes on for no no reason or whatever that gets a little bit too much. And I agree with what you're saying. How like to me, I didn't notice it being too over the top until it gets towards the end. Yeah. And then when it goes into the whole thing of like how to get into Dr. Satan's lair that's like underground and they have to be lowered and, and the things and there's all these like bone yeah. gateways and stuff. I'm like, how elaborate <laughs> is this fucking thing that these people built? This is this is really ornate shit that they got going on here. Yeah, yeah. And I get it's for, like, you know, yeah. it's for the sake of the movie, it's supposed to be that this is like the craziest thing of all time. But right. 
Right. It still was like, what the hell? It's it's, it's kind of like what Crystal said. It just keeps going and going to yeah. where eventually at, at some point everyone goes, okay, now they're just going like really far over the top with this. Solution. Yeah, I don't it's really like, yeah. it doesn't really have like a plot. I mean, it does. <laughs> it does. But sure, yeah. sure. It, I mean, it does, but it's like, here's yeah. the cart. Here's our budget. We got to make this thing. Hey, I drew this. I made it. Let's use it. Let's do this. And, and that and it's like a little bit too cartoony. And again, the sequel ruined it for me because the sequel was so gritty and 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 this dirty and just so different than the first way one. different. I, and I like, always tell yeah. people to look at them as separate films, yes. never you have to. them together because yes. it has nothing to do. They have nothing to now. Three from Hell will I think will have more Devil's Rejects vibes for sure. Yes. Um, yes. but yeah, that I. I don't know. I think it's just because I loved House of Thousand Corpses so much that right. when I when I watched Devil's Rejects, I was I didn't know the premise of it, and then I watched yep. it and I was like, "This is not what the first one is like at all." <laughs> yes, exactly. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah, it's no, a departure yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think either way, you know, there's there's something we all can agree is is definitely good about this. Yeah. Um, I I happen to like Otis. I think that this is kind of like where Bill Mosley comes back to being sort of a star <laughs> with this role. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he's like a smart version of Chop Top, which yeah, exactly. I get what you're saying about like maybe he yeah. shouldn't be so smart or whatever, but I guess, you know, you could put into that logic of like, well, he's sure. it's the 70s and maybe he just like takes acid and fucking reads books all the time when he's not cutting people right. up and making them into fish people. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it's it's I mean, you can explain that away pretty easily that oh, he's, sure. he's a little bit too smart, but I love the Otis character. He has some great just monologue riffs that he goes on. Yeah. through this movie and I, I don't know if that was all written by rob zombie or like he is, is co-writing this stuff or whatever but he delivers it like he owns it i'm the one who brings the christmas candy not tell me who's your daddy i'm the one who brings the devil's brandy who's your daddy I'm the one who beats you when you're bad. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Come on, sweetie. Give the old man some sugar. Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> And I'm the one who loves you when you're fucking dead. Who is your daddy? 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 Who is God damn it, everybody got to know about Dr. Satan. You know what I'm gonna do, boy? I'm gonna do you a favor. I'm gonna let you meet the old bastard. It's all true. The boogeyman is real. And you found him. And you found him. And you found him. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's so he's, he's extremely scary. I remember I watched the film like a bunch of times in like over a course of like a week or something and I had a nightmare and Otis was in it. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, all right, I got to take a little bit and not watch this movie anymore because he's just evil. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, I like Otis 
a version of Otis and Devil's Rejects more than I liked him in this one, just because he was that Charles Manson just freaking crazy mm-hmm. motherfucker in Devil's yeah, Rejects. Right, right, he right. was like a cartoon character, mm-hmm. you know. Like I say, it and that could be a good way too. You know, again, this is a this is a cartoon we're watching. This isn't uh, a real you know gritty '70s movie like he wanted to make, right? This is this is we're watching a, a live version cartoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love I mean, when with they the dance number and all that stuff. You know, I mean, it's 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 all over the place. But again, yeah, this, I, I was out. gonna say I love yeah. I love when they go to the Showtime thing. Yeah. Like oh, it, yeah. it is so all over the place. But you're like just sitting in, in your because again, like this is copying in a way the the theme of Texas Chainsaw Massacre where they're like sitting mm-hmm. down, they're having this dinner. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. You're like, what's what's the crazy thing that's gonna happen? Are they gonna try and bash someone's head in like they do in yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I love that or, scene. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, it's showtime. It's and then showtime. they all just Grandpa they jump up favorite. and he's telling yeah. jokes. And I'm like, what in the hell? Yeah. Is, how do they have this all set up? And they're just waiting for a random person to be there so they could do this? Or do they do this every night if people aren't here? Like, what's the. Yeah, it's you know, there's the so premise? many questions that we'll never have answered. And it's just so good because, you, like I yeah, said, yeah. you watch it and you're just like, what the fuck am I watching? And you're like, but I kind of like it and I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. The whole, that's the whole thing. It's like, I, I, am, I am all over the place, but I'm loving every minute of it. Like, because yeah. I'm loving yeah. the visuals. I really am. I'm loving like the the plot and everything. Well, sure, but at the sure. same time, at the same time, I'm like, wait, just stop the film so I can see what's going on because yeah, there's no, so I much. Feel, I feel that way too. As soon as once you get into like, I remember the first time I watched it. Once you get into like Doctor Satan's lair, you're just like, what am I watching? Like, I know it's so dude. elaborate. Yeah. <laughs> Who is that old man that she that she ran into in the in the you know the bone alley graveyard thing? Like, what yeah. is going on? <laughs> they had to show a thousand corpses somewhere, right? I mean, they had it. Oh my gosh. They, I mean, look. Like they had the whole cheerleaders kidnapping thing and Otis torturing them and using them for play toys and they're all you know they're they're all mm-hmm. spread out the house and like that house must stink, um, which was yeah. like well they were in the that... they were in the shed outside or whatever yeah. they showed later too. You so. get that sensory overload, which is great on Rob mm-hmm. Zombie's films. You know he actually like kind of visually shows you how stinky that place is and mm-hmm. uh, those long shots of of him with especially that one that uncomfortable one with Otis and a police officer and he yeah. shoots him and that crane. Yes. Oh, I'm sitting in a movie theater watching. And I go, oh shit! Like yeah. that just happened. I was like, yeah. very and it's, uncomfortable. And it's like makes you think: is the did the DVD skip or what? Why is <laughs> yeah. it? did I press pause I by accident? A lot of people think that they like paused it on accident, but I think it's a. I think it's a. It's 15 seconds long, I believe. It's so still yeah. too. That yeah. There's no yeah. movement. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And the and the soundtrack to this film is awesome. Oh, Amazing. I have yeah. it. It is that so whole, good. Yep. I yeah, that whole like country music stuff or folky country stuff mixed in with the violence and, and of house- course rob zombie does a, uh, a soundtrack yeah. and is, the theme damn. song house of those yes Parks. so good i'm pretty sure it's right. Side note. in the beginning of the yeah. movie i think yeah. side note have you ever seen him live because he does play no live get, I, he went get, i know yeah. my, my <laughs> tattoo artist asked me he was like or my the guy i went to get my ears my third hole pierced my sister mm-hmm. and he okay. is this guy and he loves horror movies and he has his mm-hmm. entire shop is just like filled with all this horror memory and he loves cool. rob zombie and house of thousand yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was like oh he's going on tour with marilyn manson are you gonna go and i'm like oh no i'm not going but i don't know <laughs> I feel like That's I would my ninth time seeing would, him. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I would be, uh, I guess I could go. I feel like it would be like, I don't know. I feel like I'd it's be out mellow. of place. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, Rob's on. Okay, so, I, I mean, again, it's tangent, sorry. 
I've this is okay. I've seen Rob Zombie. I've seen White Zombie twice and Rob Zombie nine times. Oh uh, my gosh, from, so cool! Yeah, back in the day, it used to be a really rough crowd going to Rob Zombie concerts, but now it's it's all balding forty year olds like me, you know, oh, okay. just in the crowd cool. going so I, on I, your I, head, going, "Oh, this is cool." Yeah. <laughs> See, I right. don't know. I really only listened to the Hellbilly Deluxe album. I really only listened mm-hmm. to that album. I didn't really listen to a lot of White Zombie, but I do know yeah, a lot of. I do know a lot of like the House of Thousand Corpses songs. Yeah. And everything. Well, if he I still heard plays that, song that live, live yes. oh my god, I'd be so it. happy. <laughs> and he plays uh, Pussy Liquor live also. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. I like that one yeah. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. So sorry, Paul. Side note. No, it's all right. <laughs> It, oh, it was bound to come up because it's Rob Zombie. So I love him yeah, yeah. so much. I love him so yeah. much. Like I remember, I know that he doesn't do his own social media. I wish that he did because I remember the one day I just tweeted him a bunch of times, and, mm. or I liked like I liked a hundred of his tweets in like one day to see if something would happen. But he doesn't uh, run his own social media. No, so. even if he right. did, he'd probably piss you off because. He's such a miserable man. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, he just doesn't. I feel like if I, it's like don't meet your heroes kind of thing. I feel like if yeah. I, him, yeah. I don't know if I would actually be like, I'd be like, oh my god, I love you. I've been listening to you since I was in like eighth grade, and I love yeah. your movies. He'd probably just be like, no, thanks, kid. Yeah. 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 He'd be like, awesome, thanks, and then he'd just like, does. Okay. And I'd be right. like, no. <laughs> but he would say it like the Rob Zombie, like yeah. Yeah, he would do that. Kind of <laughs> what about his wife? Hey, yeah. Do you think his wife is cool? <laughs> I've met both of them um, like in is. the passing, and uh, she she seemed very annoyed that I came up to Rob Zombie oh, asking for a picture. Yeah, oh, yeah. she was she was I like really rolling her eyes, and I was like, yeah, I was like, oh man, this sucks. <laughs> oh, oh man, see that's why I don't want to ever meet that. I don't want to ever yeah. meet. You never meet your idols because they're not going to be the way that you think of them. Oh sure. Head, so well, yeah, I, I could have caught him on a bad like day. Yeah, it, for sure. Yeah, I could have caught him on a bad day. And this is in the passing too. This wasn't at an event or anything. And it was she was probably like, I'm tired of this. You know. Yes, right, yeah, right. that's true. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping one day when I'm like super famous podcaster, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that like my publicist is somewhere and like Rob Zombie's there and he's like hey like this podcaster really wants to meet you like she's got a million followers and she's obsessed with you maybe he'll just like put on a good face for me she's got a million subscribers I guess I'll take a picture with her yeah, <laughs> right yeah. but, uh, what, okay. what are some uh, before we wrap up is there any other just sort of like specific scenes or bits or characters that uh, that you wanted to point out before we ended, just so we didn't forget to mention anyone. Uh, Marco, do you have anything? Um, I I do like the Doctor Satan, uh, Doctor Satan, and then his henchman that he keeps, you know he was after with the axe. Yeah, right, right. I like that whole thing. I was like, I want a movie of this. I want a movie of all this stuff. Um, and he's got the cool like robot attachments yeah. above his arms and shit. What to help got him me move. was was his vocal and how he talked. That was okay. awesome. It was very sci-fi and very yeah. – he, he was so evil-looking, had that little mask on and, and wires hanging from him. And, it and reminded the way me of talked, something. It should have oh. been like Overlord. Yes. Perfect. It would have been in that with like kind of, crazy it's, zombie it's monsters. kind of what he was trying to do there, right? It was great. Yeah, right, right. But I, I like that whole aspect. When, when Dr. Satan came in to play, I was like, whoa, this movie is complete 180. I'm like, whoa, yeah, what do we do that? here? Um, yeah, but I like Grandpa. Um he <laughs> <laughs> was a little foul mouth old man. He was just awesome. I just like this. He just wanted up. to fight everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. 
him and Otis, like those two, I can watch all day. Like even if it was only thirty <laughs> seconds on screen, but if they had a movie or a stand-up routine, Otis and Grandpa would have been perfect. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that would be awesome. And of course, Captain right. Spaulding. But yeah, You're right. Does anybody uh, what about... speaking of is he okay? He was in the ICU. Do yeah, we know anything about? I'm sorry, there was an accident, but I don't know. Um, I haven't seen anything. All I know is he was in an accident, and his wife said that he was in the ICU. But yeah, yeah. that's all I know so far. About him. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm oh, I hope so. Crossing my fingers he's, there. Yeah. He's super old right now too, yeah, but he was so he's doing good though. Well, I mean before Lord, this. he looks like a complete different different person than he was back in 2003 in this film. He looks like yeah. he's gonna break very easily. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He, oh, he's a, he's, a, he's he is a guy you want to meet in real life. Mm-hmm. Um. That guy, that guy is—he's—he's he's a stand-up guy. Yeah, yeah. Right, I know right. he, he. Well, he did go to a lot of conventions before. Oh yeah. A lot of people I know, or a lot of people I follow, um, he—they loved him. They said he was really great. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just heard him on the movie Crypt a couple of months ago. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. he seems like a really fun guy. So. Yep. Hopefully he will be okay. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. I want to see that one. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Crystal? Any um, specific uh, character scenes, cr- crazy kills, or anything? Yeah, I mean, I love Baby Firefly, who is right. played by um, Sherry Moon Zombie. So I really like her character because you think that maybe she's gonna be nice and be helpful. Um, you right, know, right. like she's really cool. Like in the beginning, like like oh yeah, like come to my house. My brother will get the <laughs> car for you. It's totally fine. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden she's singing and then she's, you know, she starts flirting with the one character and yeah. she takes glasses yeah. and then, and then the, the girlfriend's like, you better get off him, you stupid slut. And then she goes, <laughs> yeah. she, she, she was like, I'll cut your tits off or something. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I know. Um, she pulls the really, switchblade on her. Yeah, I really do love her. She's probably my favorite character. And I do like her in Devil's Rejects, too. Yeah, she's um, great in that one. She's really good um, in that. Now, I know that she is. She plays in a lot of Rob Zombie's films. Um, Every single one. Yeah, right. she's a pretty, she's a main character in a lot of them too. Um, but mm-hmm. this, the, her baby Firefly is my favorite character that she's ever had. I think it's just because she, she's just like she's crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I know, oh, yeah, yeah. I know everybody's crazy, but she's like <laughs> really yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like the Harley Quinn Joker mm-hmm, kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you're like you're disarmed by. The fact that she's pretty, yeah, or that mm-hmm. she's seems like she's being nice or being sexy or something, and then yeah. but she's actually the ruthless, going ruthless to of them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. She she's cares the least. Gonna... Yeah, yeah, exactly, and I think that's why I like her so much because you're like, oh, she's really hot, like she's really cool, and like, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden she's I can't remember specifically if she killed anybody in the film i can't remember yeah, she yeah the one girl she stabbed like a hundred times oh and that's right one of the, she's one in of the, the two girlfriends I at the end that's right um yeah so i just i love it i think it's great she's my favorite she's always been my favorite yes. um in the film nice. but i mean i love the whole family i love the fireflies they're just nuts i mean even when mama firefly is like i believe it's the second the devil's rejects one where she's like um yeah talking to the to the to the sheriff about his brother like she doesn't yep. give a fuck like no. oh she's, yeah right like, again one eight she got mean in that one yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it'll 
It'll forever be my favorite horror movie. It's been my favorite horror movie for like nine years, so I don't think it's going to change. <laughs> no, that's good. Nice. I um I, I love the 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 weird characters like that we had mentioned the you know grandpa and yeah and uh, the um what the hell was the big guy tiny tiny oh yeah tiny yeah I love that they had him and and you could just tell he like he had this big kind of scary presence and he seemed like he was probably the least like harmful one mm-hmm. right like he right. he probably was probably the the least dangerous one and looked the scariest to everyone yep. But uh, no, just a lot of cool aesthetic choices with with stuff like that. And I do like the fact, even though they beat you over the head with it a little bit, that they do give you the Halloween stuff. So it's like, oh, okay, God, well, yeah. this is officially a Halloween movie. It's not like yes, yes. They they show a calendar flip by, and it's it's October thirty first, like Day of the Dead. Right. It's like yeah. Oh, they show on the calendar it's October thirty first. Like yeah, but there ain't no Halloween shit in Day of the Dead. It's fucking <laughs> zombies in a bunker. So don't have pumpkins down there. Uh, or do they? Because yeah. Rob Zombie will put them in there. <laughs> yeah, if he remakes it, he'll around. put pumpkins. Yeah. They're around. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so good if he remade it. Yeah. See, I feel like House of Thousand Corpses. I could talk about it all day long, and it's still. Oh, sure. I could see it a million times, and it would still just never be enough because there's mm-hmm. just something about that film, and it has nothing to do with the guy that showed it to me because I don't really like him. Like he was whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm sure, great. Sure. Right. That didn't ruin it for you. That's good. He, no, that exactly. Like he had nothing to do with it. Like I went mm-hmm. out the next day and bought it myself and went home and watched it. I don't know what it is. Nice. I really don't know what it is. I think it's just because it was one of the first horror films that I saw mm-hmm. that I really liked and that really mm-hmm. intrigued me and I really wanted to just watch it so many times and it was like one of the first horror movies that I picked that I didn't like see with my friends kind of thing yeah sure. yeah yeah, like, yeah. It was yeah. kind of like the yeah. yeah, you made it your own, you know, you you, you had yeah. a, no, that's good, that's good. I have a lot of those kind of movies where mm-hmm. I have those on my, I'm like, I just love these for personal reasons, you know? Yeah, sure. I think that's what, I think it just has the deep connection with me because mm-hmm. of Rob Zombie, because of my yeah. dad, yep. because of the music, and because it was, you know, one of the first horror films that I ever saw that I was like, I really liked it. I think it's what really attracted me to the horror genre. So that's probably why it's so important to me. So yeah, <laughs> definitely yeah. that helps. Yeah. Uh, well, why don't we, we can use that to kind of wrap up here. And mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, everyone kind of knows what your, your thoughts would be on this one, but would you uh, safely say that this one is a movie that you love? Yeah. Absolutely, for sure, forever. <laughs> but I, don't, sure, I sure. don't think I'm ever gonna meet Rob Zombie. But that's okay, though. <laughs> yeah, you might, well, you, you might. never know, right? <laughs> Maybe uh, I don't know. <laughs> what uh, What would you say, Marco? Uh, yeah. Where do you fall after the discussion here? Is love well, like don't like? Yeah, I've, like I said, I've always had a love hate with this, but I can never hate this movie. I can never hate. It. I always just sure. because of all the stuff we talked about and just like what crystal was talking about the, it, it does have a nostalgic feel to me because uh, i grew up with this guy and i grew up with his art and everything and uh right. i'm overly critical and the stuff that i'm critical of is just personal it's not nothing like this is a bad movie blah, blah, blah. it was more like oh like you're beating me over the head with a lot of stuff but i can safely say i, I i've always loved house of thousand courses but i can talk overly critical of it right. you know at that same time and uh yeah, right. like i said the hate is is all about the love and in it because uh, the devil's reach just has ruined this. It just retconned the whole movie, man. I, I just mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish they yeah. never made the devil's rejects. But yeah, go ahead. Or made it, but like use different characters. Separate, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, right, right. Just do a whole, different mean, story, sure. Exactly. Make a movie with his wife, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. 
Yeah, I am. I'm at like the higher end of liking this one. I wouldn't quite put it into the love category, which I don't have kind of the same attachment with Rob Zombie and stuff. Like I, sure. I listened to White Zombie and stuff when I was mm-hmm. a kid, and mm-hmm. I still like the music. I would recommend if you do like him, Crystal, check out uh, at least the first two like most popular White Zombie albums. They had some old stuff that was okay, but the what's the first one is like La La Sexto and Astro Creep 2000. Yeah, that's the only okay. Rain two albums they had. The other ones sure. are all EPs and everything like Garage, right, right. kind of like Garage recording. But I mean, you got Thunder Kiss, Black Sunshine. I mean, you get they're awesome. Yeah, those uh, are good yeah. albums for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd probably like it just because I mm-hmm. I really like Rob Zombie a lot, and I'm it's definitely um, not a genre that I uh, usually listen to. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm into like just mellow music <laughs> but right, um, right. Rob yeah. Zombie is definitely um, one of a kind yep. well in his his old stuff he would do a lot of the playing clips in the yeah, songs a lot of movie stuff clips so there's a lot of yeah cool. a lot of like mm-hmm. movie clips and, and sound effects and stuff but yeah, yeah, yeah I, I like this one a lot I I actually was a late bloomer on this I didn't see it until a couple of years ago I always like knew about it or whatever and mm-hmm. just never got around to seeing it saw it was like, hmm, that was weird. I don't know if I liked it or not. <laughs> exactly. Uh, watched exactly. it again for this, and I was like, no, I definitely like this. Uh-huh. Uh, there's definitely some stuff that, that makes it a little bit too weird. Like, I don't know, it's, it's hard yeah. to say, like, oh, well, it's too weird, because then I could say, you know, I love something like The Greasy Strangler, which is, like, weird to the max. <laughs> it's the greatest so movie it's, ever. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I can't say it's too weird. It's just, you know, I, I guess there's something about it that um, – throws it a little, maybe it's you know the the way that it jumps around so much or something it's hard to exactly say but mm-hmm. sure. but no I, I like it quite a bit for, and i i've only seen the devil's rejects once so now like the first movie that we talked about tonight i'm eager to watch the second one oh my god having, i'm so uh, just sorry. having this one with fresh eyes so. <laughs> my cat is so loud tonight i oh, apologize okay. guys so much it's i i don't know what's wrong i barely noticed it yeah so i didn't sorry. hear it at all I hope that it didn't get picked up because she's running around like a crazy person right now. That's funny. I heard a little bit of bell jingling oh. or something. It's no big deal. She usually just sleeps when I record, but tonight she's like, what are you doing? Let's do it together. I'm your co-host. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. No, it's all good. Get my opinion. <laughs> all good. Yeah, I don't know. Who told you you're very fables about Dr. Satan. Oh, we heard it from uh, Captain Spaulding up the road at you. <laughs> that old bitch hog don't know shit. Uh, he tells his cute little tattletale, sell his junk. He don't sell no Yankee boys, no truth. Yeah, but I mean, something happened, right? I mean, it had, it had to be based on some real incident. What are you, Jimmy Olsen? Cub reporter for the Daily Asshole? Grandpa, watch your language. I don't think you really need to know. Better you leave here with your head still full of kitty cats and puppy dogs. Well, I, I really would like to know. I mean, hey, he'd really like to know. Enlighten him! Well, I bet you'd stick your head in fire if I told you you could see hell. Meanwhile, you're too stupid to realize you got a demon sticking out your ass singing, Holy Miss Moly, got me loud! Can <laughs> <laughs> we change the subject, please? There's over! Ladies and germs, it's showtime! All right, well, 
before we completely wrap up here, I wanted to thank you for being our first repeat host yes. and mm-hmm. for being our first of this Halloween series. I think uh, that's going to be a fun thing for us. Going to be a uh, an interesting experiment to see how this works out with the the, mm-hmm. the movies that everyone else got out of these picks. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I'm excited to hear the rest of the the ones with the with the other hosts. So thank you yeah. for having me again. Definitely, um, God, it's it awesome. fun. Yeah, I had fun. Sure. And before we let you go, if you want to just, uh, you know, give some quick plugs for where people could find you and your shows and your YouTube and stuff again. Sure. So you can find me on Twitter at Horror Daddies R Us. And then you can find me on Instagram, um, Tumblr uh, and YouTube at Horror Nights and Podcast. And you can also find my podcast streaming on um, Spotify, iTunes and SoundCloud all under Horror Nights and Podcast. Perfect. Oh, that's great. And we will definitely keep up with you. And I'm sure for Halloween, you're going to have some great shows coming out as well. Yes. So we look forward to hearing those. And I think that will do it for us tonight. Um, before we go, I just want to mention our podcast networks like I always do. That is the Legion Podcast Network and the Padded Room Podcast Network and the Raw Live and Unedited Podcast Network. Um, you could find our show along with many, many other great podcasts involving a wide variety of different topics so thank you to all of them for hosting us and thank you to you again crystal yes yeah thank you guys so much for having me thank you to you marco for your time you're welcome and we'll see everybody next time bye guys There's a lot of people who are